0: radio offer by using discount code FRUITS.
1: We've got inbound traffic at a heavy level. We've got some good news, though. No wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems. That can change quickly, so definitely be on your toes. The branches at the Y are clean, and safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI
4: Life is like a sandwich, birth at one slice and death is the other.
5: I got uh, brown sandwiches and uh, green sandwiches. What you
4: put in the middle makes all the difference.
1: What's the green? See, the very new cheese the very old meat. I'll take the brown.
4: This is Fred Holland on 1450
5: AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. She's been having a tough time because she's a hugger, but she's also a victor. Uh, It's 74 right now, by the way. It's going to feel like 103. Uh, Violet Edwards, Commissioner-elect. How are you? I'm well. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'll just give you a virtual hug. How about that? A phone hug.
6: I'm feeling it. I feel it. All right. So, you know, you've been
5: an interesting journey here because, uh, hey, you knocked off an incumbent. Uh, we we have a, two new commissioners coming in. I'm guessing January, right? Is that you got to wait till
6: January? It's uh, maybe as early as December. It, the commission doesn't wait as long as other um, as as other elections to, to get the people in there. So it'll probably be the end of the year.
5: Okay, because we still got to go through the November election where you know there right. is no opposition. You know
6: Right? Absolutely. Either way it goes, we have to get through November 3rd.
5: All right. So, uh, so unless there's like a write-in campaign, you're pretty much done, right?
6: <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> So we, we we are cautiously celebrating because we know that anything can happen. But this morning, um, I'm still smiling.
5: <laughs> so so you know we could make all the jokes about everything in the commission chambers now is going to be violet. That's going to be your first first bill introduced. <laughs> um, but I mean, look, there are you ran. What brought you to this point to run for this office? Because I mean, it's it's uh, you know it's not an easy run. You get you know you get the proctoscope right. Everybody wants to know everything about you right?
6: Right, right, right. It started just with all of the, the community advocating and the, the volunteering that I had done over the years and me just falling in love with the community. And I've always just had big ideas. Um, yeah, big ideas and ways to improve the community. And uh why wait on someone else to do it? I knew my skill set, and I know what I feel like I'm able to accomplish, and I just had a lot of uh, great people behind me, a lot of um, people who um, were, were, were wonderful cheerleaders, and so I just went for it, and, and
5: here we sit. All right, because you're, you're 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 younger than the average uh, uh, member of the commission as well, <laughs> right?
6: Yes. I am. I will tell it. I'm 44. I have to tell the truth about my age now.
5: <laughs> That's right. So, yes. Y'all are all children to me. <laughs> but you know uh, the, the, you bring to it. Uh, you know, again, you you you're an entrepreneur. I mean, those are the kind of people we want in government, I think, who understand whatever you pass as a county commission or any government entity. Um, sometimes the best thing for, for government to do, particularly for business and for commerce to, to, to grow is sometimes just get out of the way, right? <laughs>
6: Exactly. And that's what I'm hoping to do is just bring a different type of energy to the commission because I've had a different journey, a different walk than a lot of the city commissioners. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but in running a small business, in running a home, in teaching in a university, in um, working – a nonprofit, and starting a nonprofit, those are just all different, a different kind of experience, and I have a different perspective, and I realize that everything I do and everything I touch, I, I know on the other end who that is going to benefit or who that, that is going to hurt as I make decisions, and I'm definitely going to keep that in mind as I go into office. So waiting for
5: November, and then of course getting by that, and and yet I I I think it would be just crazy for somebody to, to, to mount a write in campaign and do anything. So I'm I'm assuming both y'all are are going to be in there in December. This gives you a chance to really study up because you got some time, right?
6: It does. It does. So um, and already doing past uh, and already just preparing for the race, I reached out to the pioneers of the community and I had some wonderful people who have been fighting this good fight for years who let me sit down at their table and just soak in all this knowledge of years past and and how Huntsville has worked and and, and how it clicks. And so I have that. And so now I have a couple of months to sit down with people who are actually in power and just discuss on, get their view on where we are now, where we should be and how we should fix. So I feel like once I actually get in office i will have a full perspective i mean i will really um have a full grasp on on where we are and where we need to go all right be careful because it's like people
5: who win the lottery all of a sudden they have friends and cousins they never knew they had right
6: absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and you know that has started and i meeting everybody with a strong god bless you and keep it moving you know no. Yeah, hey,
5: I'm going to give you a good government. That, you know, I'm not your best friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we look forward to getting a hug say. and and seeing you in and, studio. And I-
6: but uh and I have to say um thank you for everything um just for giving uh, politicians uh, an opportunity to come onto your show and to share their platform and to to get their message out there. So you and Scotty do a fantastic job, and as I write the story in my head uh the media and you are definitely part of of, of my story. Well,
5: I appreciate that very much. And uh, you know, and and that one thing we can do in this country is still disagree and we're talking to each other, which is a wonderful thing to be able to do, right? (laughs)
6: Absolutely. Absolutely.
5: (laughs) All right. Hey, we're looking forward to that hug and uh, I'm just waiting. She's, she's going to be pushing that color, that violet color everywhere in the county commission chambers. (laughs) Uh, I'm waiting for that one to get it. Maybe not the first thing she introduces, but anyway. Hey, congratulations again. Winner,
6: Thank you so
5: much. Winner of District 6 Primary, Violet Edwards. You're going to hear more from her, definitely. And she's young enough to be around for a little while, too, so that might help. <laughs> Violet, thanks. Have a great weekend.
7: Thank you. You,
4: too. It's talk radio that'll make you think.
2: Laugh? Want to join
4: in? Slightly! Join me, Joe Pags, today at 5 on Talk Radio for the rest of us, WTKI Talk.
7: With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. A former college football player and a fellow former student are suing ESPN for allegedly using audio from their viral video of a pregame hype circle in a Monday night football ad. Terrell Carter, who played at Trinity International University, and Matthew Farachi, a then-student filmmaker, said Gatorade had previously paid to use their video. A longtime fan of Washington's NFL team is getting online abuse after he claimed a variety of trademarks well before the team scrapping the Redskins name came to a head. Martin McCauley has heard from his fellow fans who fear he's blocking the team from adopting a new name. McCauley says he has no intention to stand in the way of the team. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr, brought to you by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is always there to help. Visit granger.comslash recover.
0: Did you know? That every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At DonorsChoose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Choose.org. DonorsChoose. Support a classroom. Build a
2: future. So how many of us have lived in sweatpants, socks, and hoodies for the last couple of months? I don't think I even remember what a belt is. Luckily, it's Skechers for your feet. So now that we're all staying safe, but starting to get out a little bit for the summer, we can keep that same comfort no matter where we go. Just head to Skechers.com, and you can see all the ultra-comfortable options Skechers has to offer. There are comfortable sandals and shoes for running, relaxing, walking, playing golf, everything you love to do under the sun, out of the sun, in the rain, in the house, whatever. And so of are machine-washable out of Skechers' exclusive air-cooled memory foam. See them all right now at Skechers.com.
7: With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr.
4: Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
5: Well, we have new blood coming to the Madison County Commission. Tom Brandon uh, won that uh, District 1 race uh, in the Republican primary because there's no Democrat opposition. However, I guess barring some weird thing, I mean, I don't suppose I was talking to Violet earlier, some write-in campaign. I mean, you're you're going in, and I guess December, January, whenever it is, right?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's actually in November.
5: Oh, it'll be so November. It's, it's, okay.
3: It's, yeah, it's just a short time after the uh it's just a short time after the November
5: election. Good. So you just got to wait on that part. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I, was I, out, yeah. I was joking with uh, with Violet earlier. She uh, wins District Six, so it's it's basically you guys. There's a there's a one third turnover in the uh, Madison County Commission. That's going to bring some right. new ideas. You know,
3: that 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 has been a, that, that's kind of a weird thing that you know all the all the commissioners come up. For um, re-election, all of basically at the same time, and and so you really have a chance for a big turnover. But and, and at this time, like you said, one third of the commissions in, uh, is going to be is going to be new.
5: Well, it, it, the other interesting thing here, and I, I you know I, I know you know this because you've been around uh, a while as well, and um, like me, we're, we're not going to bring up your age. I was told I couldn't bring that hey, up. Hey, I
2: appreciate uh, that. Thank you very much. <laughs>
5: We're young guys. You're younger than me. Uh, anyway, hey, there you go. The you know this idea that you, you all of a sudden are are you've won, and it's kind of like you know the Robert Redford uh, character, you know, that says, "Oh, we won. Now what do we do?" But you do end yeah, exactly. up. It, it changes, right? Because along with the congratulations you get you all of a sudden it's kind of kind of like i mentioned in the previous segment you just won the lottery and you're going to have all these cousins and friends you never knew you had so you got <laughs> it all comes well, together I, I with did, it right
3: uh, oh yes it does well I, actually I, i'll i'll relate this to you just uh, just yesterday i walked into uh, one of the local restaurants and the current commissioner who holds this spot was sitting there and several of them were talking to him about things about, hey, this is what we need and this is what we would like to see. And they were generally just giving him a hard time just joking with him. And I walked through the door and he looked up and he just, he didn't say a word to him. He just turned and pointed towards me
1: <laughs> and,
3: then, and, and just grinned and, and just grinned at me and said, get used to it. <laughs> Good <laughs> so, luck.
10: But, you know, uh, it,
5: it, it, so. that's the challenge now because you have to, at some point you have to, you run and then you have to govern. Uh, and yeah. and that's where you got to, you know, everything you do, every vote you take is going to be scrutinized. And, yes. and, and, yeah. and you well, know, how much government, you know, I'm, I'm from that, the exactly. less government, the best. And sometimes oh, the best yeah. thing government Most can definitely. do is nothing, right?
3: Well, you know, in, in this situation, and of course, we've all been in situations similar to this. In the fact that there's so many things that w- that come before you, decisions that you make. That obviously, you know, you you can't make everybody happy. Every, you know, matter no matter what decision you make, a lot of the times. There, there's people on both sides of that issue, and whatever decision you make, uh, you can't make everyone happy, and, and we we all know that. It's hard to it's hard if you're the person who the decision goes against. It's hard to live with that sometimes, but we we do know that that is something that happens. Uh, but what you try to do is you try to uh, listen to. the 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 concerns of the people of the community you try to to listen to what they have to say and then and then do your best to make the right decision for uh the people of that area that you represent
5: what do you think uh you know now that the campaign's over uh i don't think it's gonna be too much different from what you were saying campaign wise but where do you where do you think you make the most difference uh going into this group and uh and and what's your priority for district one
3: Well, you know, one of the, one of the things that I have talked to several groups about and and individuals about that they have voice concerns is that they, they would like to, and, and we, we use, we throw out this word transparency a lot about, Hey, they want more transparency kind of thing. And, and in talking to them, the most of them, this, the idea of more transparency, it falls along the lines of what they want to know is they, they just want to know what's going on. You know, hey, what, what's happening in my district? What's happening with the county commission? And they feel like there needs to be a lot more, uh, interchange between the commission and the people of, the, of the different areas of Madison County so that they, so that they know what's going on. E- even if that's just something as simple as, Hey, you know, I saw some construction starting on such and such uh, in this area. What's that going to be? And what's, what's happening? Or, Hey, this bridge over here is being rebuilt. When, is, when are they going to have that completed? And they they want some more trans, They want would like to have more communication between uh, the commission and just the just the general public. Even if it's just general knowledge of this is what's going on in our area. <laughs> and I kind of feel like we live. You know, we live in a day and time where. You know, communication is shouldn't be should not be a a problem with all with all the social media and everything that we've got. Matter of fact, sometimes we feel like we know what we know know too much. But so, I really feel like you know, there's no there shouldn't be a question of whether or not the people know what's going on in their area.
5: You know, and I think if we do a good job there, and you bring up a good point because I think this is where government fails sometimes because there's so much overlap. You know, you got state, you got state projects, you got county projects, you have joint city county projects. If people ask questions and you go, "Oh yeah, um, that's going on. It's in cooperation with the city of Huntsville," or "Oh, that's a state project, right. but boy, it was great. Our legislative delegation was willing to help us do that." Helping people understand that it that it, that you know, if it's something going wrong, it may not always be in the district. It's, or, or, hey, District Commissioner so-and-so helped us pull this off. These are all right, things right. That, that go back to that communication, right?
3: Right. You know, I, I have found that usually when you run into somebody who is concerned or, let's say, even what we'd say disgruntled about something, it's, it's because of a lack of information. That when I, whenever you're able to talk to them and say, "Hey, well, let, let me tell you this. Did you know this?" and then explains explain to them and give them some information that they're missing. Well, then they're okay with it. Oh, well, I hey, I didn't know that, and and then and they're and they're happy with that. And usually, when we're upset, it's because it's usually just because of a lack of information.
5: Yeah. Uh, and I like, uh, I like that idea of yes, we have more, we, we communicate more now than ever, but we don't seem to, it, it, I don't know, I think we're overwhelmed by it sometimes. Right. And just the little right. stuff. And it's It kind of goes back, I guess, you know, in an odd way, what you described was customer service, right? A lot of times people oh, just want to oh, okay. write to, they want to complain and know somebody's listening, right?
3: Well, exactly. You know, I had a gentleman ask me the other day and he, his comment was, he said, are you saying that you, and we had had a discussion. He said, so are you saying you'll, you'll have an open door policy? And I said, well, why wouldn't I have an open door policy? I said, you know, I'm, I've, I've been, you know, I'm, I represent you and how in the world am I supposed to represent you if I don't know what's going on in, in, with the people of the district itself? How, How am I supposed to do that? And so it is, you know, people are, feel a whole lot more comfortable about things when they know you're listening to what they have to say
5: all right so you got so you're studying up now till November I guess now as we understand it <laughs> yeah this yeah, this yeah. actually is a benefit you suppose oh oh most definitely you know uh,
3: the the current commissioner has just has been very good in that you know I've already talked to him and he said anything anything between now and then that he can do that he can answer that he can help with that he would be glad to do that the uh the chairman of the commissioner uh, uh mr strong he is you know he has said himself he, he said hey be sure and talk call and talk to me and i'd like to meet with you and uh, so the, the commission itself is has made itself available to you know try to help bring help bring us new ones up on up to speed with what's going on so that when we walk through the door that first day we're we're ready to go
5: all right well we'll let, I know we'll have some more chats down the road anyway oh, uh winner
3: we would have you and Scotty, thank you very much. Absolutely. Really
5: we enjoyed getting to know you and look forward to uh, your time on the commission and I'm sure we'll spar right. over something.
3: Thank
2: you. There you go. I appreciate it.
5: Tom thank Brandon, you. winner of uh, the the uh, Republican uh, primary for District 1 Madison County Commission uh, should take office in November barring some weirdness. And, <laughs> well, wow, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Still got to get through November. <laughs> I, I don't want to find out that you and Scotty started some kind of Riding vote. So <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, hey, congratulations, uh-huh.
4: Tom. the plot to disarm America. The Dana Show. Today at 2 on WTKI Talk.
1: Just got a wreck southbound on the parkway just south of Winchester Road. Sounds like it's going to be a no injury, but you're going to have to have at least one record to get that one cleared out of the way. Everything else looks good, traffic level heavy all across the valley. Snelling needs a production coordinator with experience in metal manufacturing. Huntsville.snelling.com I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk.
0: The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. Every 31 seconds, an infant dies from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition. But she doesn't have to die. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has been saving lives around the world, delivering medicines and supplies, giving newborns a healthy start, making sure her first day of life is not her last, because everyone deserves hope. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope, visit projecthope.org slash newborn.
2: What's a lever action? What's a
1: pump? What's an automatic? What's a magazine? What are all these terms everybody's using? Hi, folks. I'm Tom Gresham, and I invite you to join me as we answer these and other questions on Gun Talk, the only show out there about gun rights, collecting, personal defense, sport, and recreational shooting. And, of course, we never forget
4: about safety. Celebrate the Second Amendment Sunday afternoon at 1. Gun Talk on WTKI Talk.
8: The Army National Guard plays a vital
0: role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready. Always there.
2: Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the Call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. 1 800 211 6137. That's 1 800 211 6137. Did you know almost anything you can find at
5: Stanley is available as a salad or as a gluten free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanley O's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stan Leo's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like
11: Stan Leo's on Facebook and receive special offers. It's one of the hardest surfaces around your home, but it can still use a little help. I'm Danny Lippert with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned, and I'll share an easy-to-do project to spruce up your concrete right after this. Ready to make your slippery surfaces safer indoors and out? Ditch Coatings now brings you Track Safe anti-slip sealer, and I think it's a winner. Track Safe is a tough pre-mixed clear coat you can roll onto slippery concrete, stone, tile, linoleum, and painted surfaces. It brings added beauty and foot traction to steps, wet pool decks walkways, garage and interior floors and more. Get a grip with slip resistant track safe. Order today online through the Home Depot or at Deitchcoatings.com Almost every home has at least one. Sure, it may be durable, but it can also be an eyesore. What is it? Those dull, boring concrete slabs. Perhaps for you, it's the front porch or maybe a backyard patio. Add a little life to that concrete by using a translucent concrete stain. First, clean the slab thoroughly. You can use a scrub brush and a mild cleaner or go big and clean it with a pressure washer. Once the slab is clean, choose the color you like and apply the translucent stain with either Either a roller or you can even use a pump up garden sprayer. Translucent stains penetrate the surface adding vibrant colors but still allow the characteristics of the concrete to show through. Once dry leave it as is or add an extra protective layer of masonry sealer. The result is a patio with pizzazz. I'm Danny Lipford with Tip for Today's Homeowner. Did you know
2: that you can get to New Orleans in 30 minutes or less from anywhere in Madison County? The New Orleans Lunchbox is a piece of New Orleans right here in Huntsville, located at Jordan & Holmes in the Bennett Man Convenience Store. I'm here with the owner, Roland Lally. Roland, some of the finest food in New Orleans is found in convenience stores.
4: The New Orleans Lunchbox is known for great food such as jambalaya, gumbo, red beans and rice, po' boy sandwiches, and fine barbecue. Oh, yeah.
2: That homemade habanero sauce is good with the beef brisket. That's when a large cup of that delicious... Tea is just the ticket. Roland, you say that with the purchase of any plate lunch, you can get jambalaya, gumbo, or red beans and rice. Who say I say I say I say I say let them have it. When you place your order, you'll be eaten within minutes. The New Orleans lunch box is open for lunch Monday through Saturday from 10 to 7.
4: We also deliver. Call 256-830-0081. 256-830-0081.
2: New Orleans and Alabama? Aye! You'll find it at Jordan and Holmes in Huntsville. Come to the Humidor Pipe Shop
5: today, 11 to 4, for the release of a new value price cigar from Punch, the Knuckle Buster. Yeah, the Knuckle Buster will be on sale along with all Punch cigars. Pleasure has not yet been outlawed, so visit the Humidor Pipe Shop. If you haven't been in a while, come to this sale. The release of the new value-priced cigar from Punch, the Knuckle Buster. Today, 11 to 4 at the Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. There's nothing you
4: can do, nothing you can say, nothing you can If it affects your weekend or your life, We're on it. Talk Saturday, Saturday mornings at 8 on WTKI Talk.
5: Nope, it's going to feel like 103 today. And tomorrow we're going to get to uh, 96 uh, and 95 in that area. 96 today, 95 tomorrow. 20% chance thrown in there for an afternoon shower. But what about the children Boy, do we hear that a lot. Uh, more with, uh, in, in fact, not more because we had not talked to him yet. Uh, Adam McLeod, professional fellow at the Alabama Policy Institute, coming up. Well, here we are in July. We're in the middle of summer, and uh, we're joined by daughter Anna from the Huntsville Hospital Wellness Center. Picky eaters is what we're going to talk about.
9: Right. If you have kids or grandkids, any age from... 2 to 15, you can still incorporate healthy foods in their diet if if they have a very selected choice few things that they eat. The hardest thing as parents is that we want them to eat by force or bribe or just don't let them leave the table until they eat. And this can actually backfire because some of it is just a behavior or a control issue and not necessarily about trying the food or not trying the food. So making less big of a deal of it actually ends up working in the long run. And a lot of times if you keep a familiar food on the plate, when you're incorporating a new food, they feel more comfortable to try it. And the rule at home that I try to instill and the rule with all of my clients is to take two bites and decide to say more or no thank you just to give the food a chance.
5: Tell folks how to get in touch, because you can help them adults, too, right?
9: You can call 256-265-7100.
5: Adam McLeod is a professional fellow with Alabama Policy Policy Institute, and he joins us this morning to talk about a little op-ed here on to educate our children. Uh, Adam, good morning. How are you?
10: I'm fine. Thanks for having me on.
5: Absolutely. Hey, we haven't just opened the can of worms here with this whole COVID thing. We've blown the top off the sucker, haven't we?
10: (laughs) There are a lot of unprecedented moments that seem to be coming fast and furious, don't they?
5: You know, I I joke a little bit sometimes. I, I, you know, here we sit in Alabama, and we uh, have—I make this point a number of times—that, and it's arguably, depending on what the balance is the The education budget is already what five uh, I've had five maybe almost six times the general fund budget size, and then we lie about what we 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 fund things out of the education budget that we that have nothing to do with education. But it all goes back to and you you always hear it's about the children. Well, it is and it isn't because I, I we're having this argument now about in Alabama public schools. Fortunately, they're letting so far the state's allowing. Systems to kind of figure it out, but there's also some nefarious stuff going on, like trying to ban homeschooling and in California, they're wanting to kill charter schools. We got to keep our eye on the ball here, don't we?
10: Yeah, and you know, it's always the case when uh, those who want to expand government control over education, uh, they always. Refer- to one simple rhetorical trick, and that's to say, well, kids have a right to be educated, and therefore we ought to expand, you know, public school funding or public public teacher authority or public administrator authority, when, um, of course, that doesn't follow. Um, uh, but, you know, to, to noodle through, to think through carefully why it's just not the case that you go straight from, everybody agrees that children have a right to be educated, but that doesn't entail that that it's the government's job to do it.
5: Well, and, you know, the other thing here is because we've talked to a lot of people in the private area. I even have a friend who's in education consulting, and and everybody's approaching this from a different angle. This has got to scare the establishment because uh parents are going to end up on the other side of this with a whole oodle of choices, right?
10: Yes. Obviously, the expansion of technology over the last decade or so. Um, and and uh, and you know provide education providers that cater particularly to homeschooling families and I think a lot of families who found themselves unexpectedly homeschooling this past spring um, some of them you know were were vindicated in their judgment that they're not cut out for it but I think most parents realize hey this ain't so bad um, I can handle this and and there's there's really nothing to be to be scared of so I think um, the idea that uh, parents are are uh, recapturing authority for the education of their children right now, um, uh, you know, I think is a good thing.
5: Do you think? You know, I I feel like the state department, the the Alabama uh, Education Department, should should and the state school board should be not the hammer; it should be the resource. And in this particular case, to their credit, they're allowing, for the most part, local systems to kind of figure this out. Is this, to some degree, a setup for the systems that can handle it, or is this them just realizing this is way too big to have central control?
10: Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think, on the whole, I think we have pretty good leadership uh, here in Alabama, and I think um, it stands quite favorably in contrast with what we're witnessing in other states. Um, I think, you know, obviously local control is always better than centralized control because local parents and and parent organizations and local governments are in a much better position to know what's best for the children uh, in that in that community and i think the the state level leadership uh, so far has actually done a pretty good job of showing that they understand that Um and i think that's really the only way to to go forward in terms of supplying resources we absolutely need to do a better job of empowering parents and local communities um by expanding access to the internet for example um and uh... and by loosening Uh, you know, loosening the the centralized standards to give um, local communities more autonomy um, and more freedom to deliver education in the way that that best suits their communities.
5: You know, there there have been numerous articles written about commuting and how people have, you know, and particularly in these big metro areas where they were commuting for two hours, they're going to like the idea now of working from home and that's going to have a big impact on office space and that kind of thing. I think in some of these counties where you have like the one, you know, down in South Alabama where you have the one school, uh, one high school, and kids are on the bus for, you know, a couple hours. Um, This may institute maybe some change, like maybe the local board decides maybe the kids go two days a week to the school, and the rest of the time, if there's broadband available, which we're going to have to have to pull this off, um, they're in a learning environment that keeps them from being on the road all the time. I mean, we could see some real positive impact here, couldn't we?
10: I think that's right, and I think uh, additionally, there should be more discussion about uh, charter school choices uh school vouchers, ways to incentivize creative solutions you're absolutely right that we this is a moment to break outside the box of sort of the the conventional assumptions um, and it presents uh, lo- it pre- presents lawmakers with an opportunity to to help continue to spur those uh, those um, those new and creative solutions that aren't one size fits all.
5: You know we're going to see systems do this well, and we're going to see systems do this just horribly, badly. But what I see here is an opportunity for these systems and the and the State Department in its role, kind of help each of them learn from each other. I mean this this is federalism at the state level, and I don't think we've ever had that,
10: <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. And of course the key is transparency. Um, you have to be able to know what's going on um, in in uh, in state agencies and in local local government agencies. Um, so it, you know with that stipulation you're absolutely right. Uh there sh- it should be the case that communities um, and even even segments of communities should be competing each against each other uh for parents for parents and children. Um, and that's that's a healthy thing. Laboratory how, democracy.
5: How much of this do you think is? And, and I'm looking from the state level here. Th- they really don't want to be blamed for this, and a lot of times fear makes you do the right thing, <laughs> right?
10: It can be. It can be a healthy incentive. That's true. Um, but you know, I, I also think it is the case that uh, that the leadership um, here in Alabama, at the state level, genuinely cares about. Uh, educating our children, and and I think we should be grateful for that.
5: All right. People want to read more about you, and a great thing if you want to read into this. It it does talk a little bit about some of the challenges around the country and things we want to avoid. Uh, Adam, where do they find you?
10: Uh, com.
5: All right. And uh, he is a professional fellow, Alabama Policy Institute. Another new friend at API, and we hope to chat some more down the road. Hey, thanks. We appreciate you sharing. Good stuff.
10: Thank you.
4: Same solutions for an insane world. WTKI Talk. Call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000.
1: They're sending extra medical equipment to the pilot on Point Mallard Parkway in Decatur. Apparently it's a medical call. I mean, they've got a lot of emergency equipment involved there. That mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance-approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-care or com. Captain Nick and the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones.
9: Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. My part-time service in the Army
0: National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed. Also, the Army National Guard's education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn more about how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com.
2: Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station.
8: If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? 7931
6: It's me, your bathroom medicine cabinet. I see you naked, know how often you floss and watch you pluck unsightly hairs I can keep a secret but you need to know, your kids have been taking your prescriptions to get high I couldn't keep it quiet because prescription drug abuse now causes more deaths than cocaine and heroin ODs combined so please, mind your meds For tips on safeguarding your meds and your family, visit the partnership at drugfree.org.
4: WTKI Talk. To hear a podcast of The Fred Holland Show, go to wtkiradio.com.
5: Our coffee conduit failed. He said, I was on my way in and I forgot to stop. So, uh, are drinking Rwandan again this morning. Apparently he hasn't had his uh, IV of coffee. I think he said he was going to pick up another bag of the cure from uh, our good friends at uh, Old Town Coffee. Uh, 511 Pratt Avenue in Five Points. So I called you out. He's, he's going, wow, I'll never miss going by there again. <laughs> we have no shame. <laughs> Poor Tom. Uh you're talking badly about me on the radio. Hey, it also gives me an opportunity to promote Talk Radio for Entrepreneurs in its new time, eight o'clock on Saturday mornings. So actually, the time is the same, but the day the, d- is the different. day's different. Right. Exactly. So anyway, thanks to our friends at Old Town Coffee on Pratt Avenue, five eleven Pratt Avenue, by the way, in Five Points, the official coffee of the uh, of the of our morning show and WTKI, and the weekend people drink a lot of it.
2: Well, you know. Uh, New York has their own, uh, AOC. We have our OTC down here, the Old
5: Town Coffee. So Ooh, be no careful. Com- no be, comparison there. Be careful so. not to give them a tag. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Um I, you know, I I'm talking with uh, Violet Edwards and Tom Brandon. They they sort of got that. Oh, yeah, we still got to sit in November. Uh, they are on the ballot. Each of them are because you, you're still going to have to be on the general election ballot. But for all intents and purposes, they are commissioners elect. Uh, because uh, Tom was telling me that that that, that it, it, I think one of his uh, cohorts was telling, me, telling him he'll get a certain percentage of votes just because of party line voting. So it, it you would you would have a it would be monumental a task to try to take out one of the others of these. This is not logistically is it logistically possible? I guess yeah, but it, for the most part. Either way, you're going to have new commissioners on the Madison County Commission. And, right and on, these two will likely be sworn in in uh, mid-November.
2: Yeah, and right on cue, uh, AL.com has a, a nice story about Violet Edwards this morning. And, yeah. Uh, you learn a little bit more about her uh, in that article, so uh,
5: hopefully they'll have one about Tom, too. That would yeah. seem to be the thing to do. You know? Yeah. Hey, b- bringing some new ideas to the uh, to the Madison County Commission, and, uh, I you know, both, both with... Uh, with you know, for for I, I guess you know, even though she's a Democrat, she's a little D as far as big government, from what mm-hmm. I can tell, mm-hmm. from her business background. We'll see. It's all proof in the pudding, right? We got some purple
2: and we got a mustache, so we're
5: yeah. ready, we're ready to go. We got the stash and we got the uh, oh, now wouldn't that be something? A violet stash. Be careful now. That would be strange looking. I don't, well, I don't even want to go there. I, I don't even want to go there either. I'm sorry I even
11: verbalized Where it. Where
5: Huntsville
4: comes to talk, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk.
8: I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. More fallout from the slump in air
11: travel caused by the coronavirus. British Airways is retiring its entire fleet of Boeing 747 planes four years earlier than planned. It has 31 of the giant jets. The company says it's unlikely its magnificent queen of the skies will ever operate commercial services for British Airways again due to the downturn in travel caused by the global pandemic. Mercedes' parent company, Daimler, is reporting a better-than-expected quarter. Lyft will provide 60,000 specially designed partition shields to its most active drivers to protect them and their passengers from the coronavirus. The ride service will sell the shields at cost for $50. Since May, Lyft has been requiring both passengers and drivers to wear a mask. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. invested in you. It's happening. In
4: just days, Publishers Clearinghouse will be ready to award $7,000 a week for life. That's $7,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss your last chance to win. Go to pch.com and enter before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 826. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited.
1: One accident reported southbound on the parkway south of Winchester. They're going to have to have a wrecker to get that one cleared. So, no injury, but waiting on a wrecker there. Everything else has actually moved pretty smooth. You be careful on your trip in. Popeyes Buffalo Ranch Tenders, a signature side and a buttermilk biscuit. Now only five bucks at Popeyes University and Jordan, 72 and Jeff, and North Parkway. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk.
11: Don't
2: get again. The Concerts in the Park series is back, Mondays through August 3rd. The series showcases local music talent in a mix of genres from rock, folk, and country to Latin dance, R&B, top 40 hits, and music from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. For more information, visit artshuntsville.org, the Concerts in the Park Facebook event page, or huntsvilleal.gov.
8: Need a used car? It's easier here, here on the Beltline, at Honda of Decatur, with a of pre-owned vehicles in the valley from sought-after suvs to performance brands like bmw and everything in between many with prices starting under 10 grand find honda certified pre-owned as well for a used car in the tennessee valley the choice is clear it's easier here the savings are always greater at HondaOfdecator.com and on beltline road
2: I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us
11: for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI. It's 81 already.
2: Mm.
5: Wow. Uh, yeah, it's going to get hot today. For rebates, or I hope your air's not out, but if it is, I got an idea for you. For rebates or special financing options in a new Lennox home com- comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning 256-852-8825. You can also visit online. com. Terms and Conditions Apply, Alabama Certification Number 83073. Uh, look, it's, it's, uh, we got sunny today, mostly sunny for Saturday and Sunday. And um, we got that 20% chance today and tomorrow. We got a 20% chance for Sunday, and then Monday about a 30% chance. But it's gonna be hot.
6: Whew. Gonna
5: we'll feel like 103 today and tomorrow. Uh, and I'm assuming when we get to to 95 on Sunday, they'll probably have some kind of some kind of heat index as well. Hey, it is. It's summer. It's late July. What do you think? It is what it is. Uh, I want to get I want to back to uh, Adam McLeod, we, we, who we uh, hope talk to again with Alabama Policy Institute. By the way, he uh, teaches at Faulkner down in Montgomery. Um, this idea, he's praising. And how many times have we heard praise for Alabama education? But this idea of, you know, for whatever the reason, whether it be this is just too big for us, we don't want to be tagged with the blame, whatever it is, giving local systems the opportunity to kind of figure this out. I think is a real move forward. I mean, it really is. And, and the fact that you've got and, and some are going to do it really well and some are going to fail and some are going to have to regroup. Um, there, there's already G parents are you know, and some of these systems are going, well, we don't quite know what's going on, um, each system is going to have their challenges, but several of the systems are going to get really good at this. And and I made that that reference to the fact that how often do we see federalism practiced at the state level? We don't, guys. We don't. So this is a great opportunity to see it in action, as each of these systems. And, and there's there's going to be complaining. There's going to be parents going, "Well, that system figured it out. How come we haven't?" And they will, right? I think they will. I'm and and what comes out of this? It's going to be some real competition because we've talked with uh, – there are already systems that are way ahead on this whole um, online education thing. Look, everything online isn't – and you still got to have the accountability. You still have to have parental involvement. Um, I think you still need to have kids in the classroom. I'm, I still believe I, – I mean, I'm the, the Orange County school system, four to one, voted early week. Uh, in California, one of the only systems in that state to send the kids back k through twelve they 're going back, and they 're saying kids are not they 're not good transfers of the virus and we and we need to get them back together so as we sort of figure out this, and what i 'm thinking in alabama from from the people i 've been talking to is we 're going to end up with some kind of hybrid. Where the kids on a rotating basis will be in the classroom. They may be eating in the classroom. I heard that one a couple of months ago, and now we're hearing that more often now. Um, but you're going to begin to see kinda of how all this comes together. And hopefully, look, these superintendents talk to each other, these board members talk to each other, they probably know each other, they've known each other for years. Ideas will 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 transfer. And what's working? We'll be. I think on the other end of this, I, I'm hopeful here in this this idea of letting systems figure it out. In the end, we'll be better for it, because where the ideas come from, they they come from the teachers and the principals and the and the local boards trying and failing at stuff, right? I, there's a, there's a lot of benefit there for this, and it's dare I say very entrepreneurial. <laughs> For government schools? How's that for an oxymoron? (laughs) Just saying. Hey, have a great weekend. Stay cool. Yeah, and that that social distance thing, too.
11: Right, And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. on WTKI.
0: I'm a mom with two children who love sports. One girl, one boy, and they're all about playing ball. I love sports, too, because it keeps them active and healthy and teaches them great life lessons, like how to be part of a team. But I worry about them getting hurt, sprained ankles, heat illnesses, even concussions, How do I know that their coaches know how to keep them safe? Here's how. Because Alabama is the first state in the nation to pass a law that requires all youth coaches of kids 14 and under to complete a certified training course in injury recognition and prevention. They call it the Coach Safely Law. I call it the right thing to do. So, Coach, before I drop my kids off at their first practice with you, I have one very important question. Do you coach safely?
11: Sponsored by the Coach Safely Foundation, the Alabama Recreation and Parks Foundation, the ABA, and this station.
4: Celebrating capitalism and freedom, 24 hours a day, 1450 a.m. and 105.3 FM.